Hello, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You know, saying the Simply Awesome podcast. You know, we've been gone for a minute, but now we're back into the swing of things. And uh, I just want everybody, you know, to uh, stay blessed, stay highly favored, you know, all that good stuff. You know, uh, we still want justice for Breonna Taylor's killers, uh, most definitely. And um, I want everybody to, to, uh, be focused on, on yourself, on your mental health, on your mental, on your uh, physical uh, well-being as well, your spiritual well-being as well. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to just bring you guys back some more content. You know, hope you guys can, uh, you know, uh, be tuned in and let's, you know, get ready to get to it. You know, get ready to get to the shits. All right, all right. So let's get it. Hola, Morgan. Hey, Elaine. Welcome to the Simply Awesome Podcast. How are you feeling? I'm good. How about you? I'm feeling uh, rather humid. But... Yes. Uh, uh, it's been cool, colder with the AC, but rather humid. Yeah. How about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's very hot. Um, I just came in from outside. Oh, from, uh, from uh, what, Cancun? No, <laughs> no, I was sitting on the porch. Uh, that's closer to the islands. Um, well, uh, you know, I said to invite the uh, your nephew P. You know, so we're gonna uh, mingle until you know he enters the uh, to the party, as we would say. But uh, okay. if you like, uh, you can uh, just you know tell about about yourself, you know, your background, who you are, things of that nature. My name is Morgan. I am 29 from Baltimore. Um, I'm a Leo. You know, the best sign ever. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's me. Oh, and I'm a fashionista, of course. Fashionista. What does fashionista mean? A woman that can dress. Very fashionable, can slay, knows how to put it, a good outfit together. Is that throwing shade towards other women on IG? I'm not. Am I throwing shade? Sounds like it. No, I'm not. That's not shade. I'm just. I'm just describing who I am. I that has nothing to do with anybody else. Oh, that definitely sounds like shady, and I like that. That's 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 awesome. Thank you, and, thank you. And any um, degrees that you would like to share, any of your ed- educational background? Oh, my degree is in psychology. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Psychology. And any... Oh, awesome. You're... Oh, looks like... Uh, uh-oh. Looks like we have... um. A male gigolo who just entered the party. <laughs> a male gigolo. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hello. Hello, my brother P, my my friend, my partner. How, How are you doing, doing, my friend? I'm cool, I'm cool. How are you? I am doing rather swell, even though it's hot, a million degrees. But how, how's your bald head holding up? <laughs> <laughs> it's doing great. 
That boy and the mosquitoes are all cool. Oh, man. I don't think you're doing such a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, and we would like for you to give a little background information about, you know, who you are and, you know what I'm saying? You know what's going on? Uh, my name is Pavon Pryor. I went to school to, uh, at Dunbar. No, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. 23 years old. Uh, you know, the simple thing. You don't need to know too much. Oh, he's giving his <laughs> Chris Chris Mingle uh, background. Yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who be on here listening. You don't need to know too much. <laughs> oh man, that, that's right. Just talk, tell him to follow you on IG. That's right. Go ahead, yeah. King. Just follow me on IG at four one zero PVP three. You know. Oh, you can that. follow you can follow me on on IG at dear underscore Morgie B. Oh my God! When the light skins link up, they will sell themselves so fast. <laughs> this is sick. This is sick. Well, I wonder why you two. You know, you two probably guys. I mean, you two are probably wondering why you're both here, and we're here to get to the shits about you know relationships and one relationship in particular. We're talking about is entanglements. And in case you guys don't know what entanglements are, <laughs> well, there there was this little situation that happened, say, you know, last week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too familiar if you guys know about the Jada and Alex Alcina situation. Yeah, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet you are familiar with. It. <laughs> oh, what, what does that mean, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Fastinista? Um, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Well, basically, uh, the whole situation, as far as what I see it, is that uh, Jada Pickett Smith, he saw it after August Alcina when he was vulnerable. You know, he was a very sickly person. And she took advantage of him for going on a span of two to three, maybe four years. And, you know, she sexed him, and then she, she broke it off. And um, that was very disturbing. Uh, so, so Morgan, I, I want you to answer for this. I want you to answer this. Why would a woman do such a thing to, to a young man going through such a traumatic experience? Um, I'm a young woman myself, so I can't speak for why, why an older woman would do that. But I just think in the mindset of, uh, you know, when older people are dealing with, uh, younger people and by significant age is always like a manipulation thing um they know that they can manipulate them um and yes august i, I agree with you i believe august was vulnerable but um I, I i believe that when older people usually deal with younger people it's because they the control that they can have over them um in some shape or form and also because they could be a little naive as well mm. that makes sense. so why did she do it i can't speak for her but um i think that um she saw an opportunity and took it but do you think she had anything to gain or do you think it really was like um a sense of lust if you will probably just lust i don't believe that uh she had anything to gain from that i mean she's financially stable um so it's not like it was a monetary thing or whatever. Um, it could have just been to fulfill, you know, that void that she she herself had um, within her own marriage. So, 
So, like, yeah, I think in the Red Table Talk, she was uh, pretty much uh, saying that she she was, uh, what was the word that she described it? Um, she said that, oh, she said that, well, besides the tingle, she said that she hadn't felt good in, in a long time. Mm. Now, she, as a man, if a mm. woman tells you that she hasn't felt good in a long time as an explanation as to why she cheated, how would you feel in that moment? I mean, I feel like if we're married, we should have like better communication or find like a better way to work things out instead of like, you know, cheating on each other. That's very toxic. And I, you know, everybody saw the videos with uh, Will Smith. He looked hurt. He, you know, everybody caught up in this business or whatever. But like, I don't know. There, to, to be honest, there's no excuse to cheat nowadays. But, you know, she used the word entanglement. It's just, it's just BS. But when she... Females and sorry to sorry to interrupt when she explained herself it was not a case of her cheating on her husband she they made they both made it clear that they were like going through a separation when she started Mm -hmm. dealing with him now granted what you know i don't know how the timelines were or whatever but Mm -hmm. she they both agreed that it was when they were not together so Mm -hmm. it's not a cheat it's not a cheating thing um Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. I, I, well, from my viewpoint, I think once you're married, once you're married, I don't care whether there's a break or anything. Nobody should <laughs> step out of the marriage because you need to take that time to get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though we all have our physical needs, you still have that person that that you committed committed a, a lifelong relationship uh, relationship with. Mm-hmm. So. Now, if you are, if you lost that physical sense of belonging, I think that maybe that lends to you ultimately ending the marriage. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you have to, even if you call, you know, so-called break, I, I, I think that's just uh, uh, one of the key signs to say, hey, this might not be working for neither one of us. Mm-hmm. But then again, they are, they are uh, you know, highly favored celebrities and they do have a family and you know what I'm saying they do have multi-million dollar industries that they you know that deal with and so I guess from the financial standpoint the family aspect they're able to you know pretty much work through whatever problems that they have because it seems I guess it seems like they have more and more to lose than than the game came from that situation but I think also uh Lynn's you know the idea of as like a regular person of how you should gauge the way you want to deal with your own relationships going forward and i think that it would be just because they answer it doesn't mean that you will you know just something to think about yeah i think with their the whole this whole entanglement thing um it's crazy to me that mind you this happened three four years ago it's not like it just happened um but uh now august decides to speak on it which you know opened the whole you know floodgates of everything about you know the whole thing happening which made jada have to speak on it and will have to speak on it when they were already past that so um it just goes to show you don't know you don't know how 
I'm not I don't know how that affected him but I think it's weird that he waited three to four years to you know to bring it up um and why did he bring it up was it for was it for the uh you know fame and stuff like that because you know all of this stuff sells was this planned because I you know now he has the whole entanglement song well yeah and the song is fire by the way yeah and I was just gonna say that the the song is actually good so yeah but don't they have an open relationship Will and uh, Jada allegedly uh, allegedly that's been like Mm. a rumor for years Um, so it's not surprising like now they call themselves life partners whatever (laughs) that means but yeah I think I think that that they are in an open relationship, open open marriage, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, allegedly. Even though, you know, how I feel, but I think that the red table talk really um, probably showed that, and mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was more or less damage control, saying yeah. that, saying that you know they took a break, you know, what I'm saying they weren't together. It was very convenient. For him for will to be uh, on the show with us yet at the same time so they both could could mask you know what they might have going on in, in their personal lives you know right on, on the regular not to mention Jada was, was sending over. indian style as well but that's mm-hmm. here know that but go ahead i also i also feel like when you're going into a relationship or in a like in talking stage or whatever i feel like you never know anybody's true intentions mm-hmm. if that makes sense like they could they could sell you a dream like yeah I'm gonna take you out you're gonna be my queen you're gonna be my king whatever whatever and then it'd be completely opposite what they saying well that's, that's true but that also but also depends on how many people are you dating and the settings and type of people that that you seek mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. so what types of women uh, do you look for RP oh a honest woman, somebody can hold me down, you know. I mean, of course, I'm gonna hold myself down, but you know, somebody that's gonna always have my back, somebody that's fun to be around the whole time. Well, you know, simple shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, simple shit. How about you, Morgan? Uh, what do you look uh, uh, for in a man? Um, somebody that one has a job, a state, mm-hmm. a stable living situation. <laughs> Um, that is goal driven and not stagnant. Um, that uh, likes to travel. Yep. Um, that is somebody that's funny because I love to laugh. Um, somebody that actually likes going out and stuff like that, you know, and just living and having fun. Um, yeah, I think it, I mean, that's physical yeah comes you know along with some of that stuff too but yeah, yeah it's, it's but I feel like now since I'm older like getting older now about to be 30 um if somebody is well dressed and let's say they're not the best looking guy you know the, the man of my dreams but they have all of these qualities why would I look past him I wouldn't right. because because guess what if he dressed nice look you could smell good and look good too <laughs> you can you can be made look you can be made up to look good everything is, you know okay um, so I'm gonna say, yeah the uh 
look, you can look good to me after a while. I'm like, damn, you look good. You smell good. You're a little funny. Mm-hmm. You're a little funny looking, but look, you look good. Uh, that's your funny looking oh, nigga. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. How about you, Lynn? And if, well, for me, I'm looking for a woman who's, you know, 45. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, you, oh, you trying to be in, a, in, in an entanglement. <laughs> I mean, who says I'm not? Oh, oh, excuse me. Nah, 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 nah. But I'm looking for um, a young woman that's, you know, um, really, you know, self driven, um, mm-hmm. that knows what she wants, um, who's, uh, who's somewhat of an intellectual. You know, uh, somebody that, that you can just talk to them and, you know, it's a real conversation. Uh, nothing feels forced. Um, you like to travel, uh, like to venture into new things. And um, who just has a, you know, very good spirit to and doesn't bring, bring a whole bunch of unnecessary drama uh, to, to my zen. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that, and hopefully that uh, she, that she loves herself most, uh, most, most important before trying to build with anybody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's uh, probably one of the biggest things, you know, I've seen, you know, as far as dating, why that usually uh, that some of the women that come come across, they don't love themselves. Mm -hmm. That they're not too sure of what they want in life. But how can you uh, try to build with somebody you don't know what you want want for yourself? Mm -hmm. That is a really good point. Self-love uh, is important. It really is. Right, because because you don't have that self-love that that creates that toxic that toxicity, toxicness or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it makes it makes it a struggle, you know, to go on day in day out because uh, because you know you don't know what direction you know, you're, you're trying to go and, and you don't know how long it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morgan, do you see yeah. yourself um, being able to deal with a man who may not have much? And since, as far as either knowledge, uh, money, or uh, or that self motivational, you know, go get it mentality. Um, if you don't like, let's say I met somebody now and they my age, thirty. Um, if they are not, if they don't have the, all about, all of it in order to be where you want to be at in life is about having the correct mindset and stuff like that. If I meet you and you're lazy, you're not really working, you're not doing that. It's nothing that we can, it's nothing we really have to talk about because I'm not that person. I'm always thinking of what my next move is going to be, even though like right now, you know, I'm still trying to get to where I want to be. But I'm not stagnant either. I'm always thinking if it if I get into a position where you know I'm like, well, okay, I want more money or I want this, I want to do that. Guess what? I go and search for that and I work on it, and then I do that. If I want to travel to this place, I I don't just wait around like, oh my god, and expect somebody to do it for me. No, I'll save my money. I do my research and I go do it. So I, I feel like it's all about the mindset. If I meet you and you're not putting action behind your words, then there's nothing that we can do for one another. Because my the first thing that I do, if you tell me, 
oh, I want to open this business or whatever, I want to do this. Guess what? I'm be on your ass all the time about it. I'm be like, well, you know, hey, I just want to check in. You know, how's this going or whatever? Do you need me to help in it? Or you don't even got, I don't even want X. Uh, do you need me to help? Because I might look up something. Oh, I found this. This is how you do this. This is where you get this from. That's just the person that I am. So if you're not ready for that, then you wouldn't be ready for me. Oh, that's what I like to hear. Uh, do you be, uh, do you believe that you can have a love of man unconditionally? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I I think that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think every everything is uh, circumstantial though. Sometimes. Um, mm. What is? Uh, hmm. Okay, let me think. I feel like uh, unconditional love is like a parent to a child. You, even if your child, you have a child and your child messes up, you love them. You're still going to love them. You're still going to love them. Now, with in a relationship with a partner, unconditional, I don't know. Because if I'm with, if I, let's just say I'm married and I have a mm-hmm. husband and he cheated on me and got, you know, had another child or something, I don't know. I, 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 those are conditions I don't think I could love them through. That's not uh, something I, I could do. I respect that. I respect that. So I feel like conditionally though, like define that, like meaning money was an option. Uh, your life circumstances what was an issue. Let's say your 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 broker is broke. All you have is your shirt to your name, but you just love mm-hmm. this person. That's just who who they are. What they you know talk about, or how they make you feel, whether it's physically or whatever. Yeah, I I think. I think, but again, I said it's circumstantial. Now, if I, let's say I met somebody, right, and they were on, you know, at the top of their game, they had all this money and stuff like that, we get into a relationship, and, you know, a few years down the line, something happens, yes, I'm going to love them unconditionally, because let's say they were doing for me so much, that now it's my time to reciprocate until they get back to where they, you know, where they're used to being. Yeah, I could. But I feel like, again, it's conditional, it's conditional. It depends on what, what what it is. What is the circumstance? What has happened? Is it something that's you know that's hurting me that I gotta love you unconditionally? Because I don't want to. Love shouldn't hurt to me. It it could be tough, but I I don't feel like you like I'm talking about like relationship love. Like things can happen, but I don't think that I don't think that love should continuously feel hurtful. If I am in pain, like if I'm in, you know, not physical pain, like you hit me, but if I'm in pain because my heart is broken because of the stuff you're doing, that's not love to me. Because if you mm-hmm. love, if you love me, you would never, mm-hmm. you would never want me to feel that way. I would never. I when I really love somebody, I don't want them to feel that way. You would want right. to make it right. Right. I feel like the reason why I ask that because, like, I know for, for us men, we can't accept. A woman for who she is, whether she's working or whether she doesn't know what she want to do, mm-hmm. you know, like so. Uh, but I think for women, it's, it's you know a little bit different, and I think you know as a man, you should always want to provide the most you can for your you know significant other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that will makes a man a man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so P, could you love a woman unconditionally? I mean, unconditionally, I feel like uh, it's, it's like a different type of, I'll probably use a different type of phrase. I don't know about unconditionally. Like, you say she don't have nothing, like she can't do anything. 
uh, it's just her physical uh, attributes and uh, her mindset. But she's not doing anything at all. Currently, currently she's not doing anything at all. No, uh, honestly, that would be tough for me. Like, if you don't have any goals or like aspirations in life or like milestones, I don't think I'd be with you. Like, I wouldn't even set myself up in that situation for me to even like be cool with you. Oh, well, we could be friends. I wouldn't like. Nah, nah. I, I don't think I would even date a person like that. To be honest. Mm. Now let's say she had everything and then lost everything while you're in a relationship. Is that different? It, yeah, that's a different scenario. Okay. Oh, look at you guys being decent people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in relationships, it can be um, very uh, strenuous. So, when do you get to the point where either you want to get married or either you're ready for kids when do you get to that point uh, and do you have and do you have to be in a relationship uh to have kids i mean i assume it starts out as a relationship <laughs> i mean some people have different cases when like they have the one night stand and somebody gets pregnant mm. but i will hope <laughs> i will hope it's a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> um sure. uh Wait, repeat the, uh, the first question again? I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, when is the pr- appropriate time, or when do you feel like there's a time uh, wherever you want, where you have marriage talk or cho- or having uh, children talk? Uh, I would say when both uh, people are financially stable, if that makes sense. Like, I have a decent job. I know that's not always the situation. If a baby comes when a baby comes, but I would hope people would choose that majority of the time. I would hope so. <laughs> oh. And what about marriage? Uh, I mean, I've heard multiple stories of people getting married within, like, a month and they just met type thing. There's certain scenarios when that happens. Love comes and goes. So... It's, it's really up to the people if you want to be honest. Ooh. Well, that's you, Morgana. Get, give me the questions again. Uh, when do you think the, time, the appropriate time is for marriage and or having children? Whether you're, and in terms of for children, whether you're in a relationship or not. Hmm. The appropriate time for marriage? I feel like... Uh... That depends on where you are in life. Like, um, I mean, I know a younger couple that, you know, proposed and got married and stuff like that. And then I know older, you know, people that wait until they're a little older in their 30s, you know, they get proposed to and get married. I feel like it all depends on where you are in your relationship. But also, you both have to be on the same page. Um, Some people, uh, you know, I have friends that are, you know, married now, too. Um... But I, again, it all depends on where you are in life. Some, I feel like you shouldn't do it if you're not ready. Because some yeah. some guys will propose to the woman because they know that's what she wants. But really, he's not ready yet. And mm-hmm. what I mean is, if you are not willing to um, stop, you know, if you are messing with other people, like cheating on her and stuff, like, if you're not ready to give it up, then you shouldn't be married. And that's not to say that when people are married that they don't, you know, 
do stuff like that but I, I just feel like if you feel like you are really young like let's say you 22 or let's say Pavon you you 23 yeah. and you were dealing with some, uh, you know a girl and it, let's say it was a couple years or whatever and she's like I want to get married and stuff like that you yourself would know if you're ready for that or not if you don't feel it mm-hmm. in your heart you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel pressured to do it but I also think that people need to learn when to let people go people are selfish um, mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot that be the problem a lot of times when people be cheating on people is because they want to have it both ways you can't have me and then have your way as well which one do you want do you want to be with me mm-hmm. and then all you know it's about uh-huh. being truthful too but okay um, on to the kids though that is like a tricky um, I, I don't know I can't pinpoint when is the correct time because again that is personal that's situational you could let's say like Flavon said you can have a one night stand and let's say I'm the woman in the one night stand and I get pregnant it's, mm-hmm. it's the, I'm pregnant not you it's my choice. It's always the woman's choice. She chooses whether or not she wants to keep it or not. Now, granted, do I think that some uh, women are... I feel like they, they know that the guy doesn't want it and they still choose to keep it. But then you, I feel like if you choose to keep it knowing that they don't want to be involved and stuff like that, then you have to decide, can you take care of this baby by yourself without asking for any help? What are the circumstances? You have to think mm. think like that. Now, granted, you get the celebrities, you know, they, they go out, they have the one-night stands. Oh, that's that woman. Meal ticket. She she didn't hit a hot one right now. You know? So is she, gonna, is she, <laughs> is she going to uh, get an abortion? I don't know. No. But also, it's her choice. You can't be really mad at her because everybody played a part in this. You played a part when, if you, let's just say... If you didn't wear a condom, you played a part in it. Both of you yeah, together. Like, um, like we thought the plan B was gonna work. I love that. <laughs> you should never be expected that. But uh but yeah, I feel like with that it's it's kinda you don't know when because it could be a nice a eighteen year old that gets pregnant and have a baby and she don't think she's ready, but she's more prepared than somebody who is thirty years old that's having a baby. She might be mm. more prepared. It all depends. It depends on your mindset and where you are in life too. Um, and just because you are young doesn't mean that you're not ready. Now, if you can't, like, if you don't have, like, have a, uh, you know, a stable living situation, stuff like that, again, it all depends because you might have a bit, you could, you could be 30 some years old, have the best job and lose your job and have to raise your kids and stuff and figure it out. So I can't say that, you know, all of that matters. What matters is. Is your child going to be fed? Is your child going to be treated right? Do they have somewhere to lay their head? Stuff like that. You know? I don't know. Look, some people wait until they're 40 years old and <laughs> have to go through, you know, get surrogates and stuff like that to have babies. How can we say that they, you know, it's not the right time for them to have one? How? Right. How can we? I can't say that. Now, would I, would I want a, a teenager to have a child? Absolutely not. Because I mm. feel like you you have not started your life yet. Mm. But it happens, you know, it's some people, um, you know, you have friends and family members who have had kids when they were younger and they're they're resilient. Mm. They're not some, but then you have some that, you know, had kids as a teenager and they kept having them, having them, having them. And then they Mm -hmm. become part of the system and stuff like that. 
So it's circle, you know, it just depends. It depends on who you are as a person. It depends on your circumstances. Um, sometimes it depends on who you're influenced by. Um, it depends on the relationship you see. It could, you know, you might get pregnant as a teenager because, or have a baby as a teenager because that's what everybody else before you did too. Your your mother was a teen uh, parent. Um, your dad was a teen parent. Your grandmother was a teen parent. That's how why you have the the ones where the child is like seven in school the mother is like 18 nine or let's say she's 21 the grandmother is 30 35 her mother is 45 or, or 50 or 50 you know what i mean like not right. that close together but, but you know it, it could be a cycle so it, it just depends it really depends okay would you um would you ever propose to a man? Absolutely not. <laughs> Hell wait, no. Wait, what's wrong with that, boy? What's wrong with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's some things that I feel like should be left uh, left traditional as they are. Um, That's a no, new tradition. A, a man, a man <laughs> when a man finds a woman, he, he knows he finds a good thing. I'm sorry if I'm misquoting that, but um, yeah, it's up to the man. The man decides. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what what I could say. I want to get married and all of that. No, if he really wants to be with me, he will let it be known that he wants to marry me. Nope. You must. You must ain't showing Norbert. I don't think you really had a choice in that. that <laughs> what you say? So you must ain't see Norbert. 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 Oh well. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I would never propose to a, to a man. <laughs> That was awesome to know. Now, uh, hmm. it was interesting. Would you? Now, my question to y'all is: Would you accept an accept a proposal from a woman? Of course not. Mm, I don't think so. Well, it depends. It depends on what type of diamond she gives me. (laughs) You ain't getting no diamonds. Now it's a four hundred million. I don't know. I got it. I got you. That's my queen. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like but, it would be weird for her to actually get down on her knee in public or wherever we do it. I just look down at her. I feel like, I don't know. Well, in that instance, you got to say yes. I don't want to embarrass her. But say if we close the door, then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not like this. I feel like the relationship well, is wrong when you say no to her. I feel like it is wrong. Oh yeah, is. oh yeah, that's a good question. Do you think the relationship is over if the person says no? Uh, yeah, I feel like it is. Like, is it over, Morgan? Um, not necessarily. Mm. But a lot of a lot of times it is over when it. So let's say, you know. Randomly, I watched this one random proposal, right? Mm-hmm. But this guy, he knew he had been messing up in the relationship and stuff like that, probably cheating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he got all of the, you know, her fam- you know, family and stuff together and to propose, and she said no. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you, how can you be mad at, at me mm-hmm. for saying no when you know our relationship is messed up? You know, you know, is 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 not right. So, no. It probably is over after that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's hard to come back uh, after that, but sometimes people do propose again. 
and get told no again. <laughs> yeah, at that uh, point, at that point, if it's two times, you just get told. You might gotta go back a third time, but after that, <laughs> at that point, uh, yeah. How do you feel about prenuptial agreements? And not to bore you guys, guys with marriage questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm for it. I mean, I think it it really really depends. Like, let's say I met somebody now and they were you know a millionaire. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. money. I I'm not on that same level as him. I don't have that type of money. So if he wanted to protect his money, then. I'm all for that, but it would have to be, you know, certain clauses and stuff would have to be written out in there so that if anything happened, I would be good. Hmm. Now, if the, I got married and ended after a year, then okay, <laughs> maybe I could take a, a good million with me. But it, I think it, it depends. I'm, I'm. That's the same way. If I want, if I come into millions right now and I met somebody and, um, let's say we both had money, we mm-hmm. still need a prenup because you keep. You keep yours, I keep mine, we good. But if I was with somebody who didn't have as much as me, then yeah, we gotta have some type of prenup. Oh yeah. Well, a lot I'm of I'm not a, I'm a not a against get offended. A lot of women get get offended of the mission of a prenup because um, they feel like missing that that means that you're pretty much putting bad juju, feeling that like marriage won't last. No. I I think that a lot of this stuff has to be talked up about before you actually get to the whole proposal. The the crazy thing about it is people don't be talking about that stuff ahead of time. Then they get mm-hmm. proposed to and then they starting to go, you know, through all the marriage stuff and then they bring up, Oh yeah, by the way, I think I want a prenup. Like we should have discussed that before you even proposed to me. We should have at least put it out there so we know where each other's mindset is. And yeah, hmm. I I don't think that people discuss all of the stuff that they should talk about, like all of that beforehand. Yeah, because we all love each other. Yeah, that's true. Blinded by happiness until the real shit kick in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you feel about um, being in a relationship with somebody that has different religious beliefs? Religious beliefs, different religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna work. Uh, well, yeah, you Probably can't won't. date an atheist. Yeah, I don't, I don't want. <laughs> well, I don't want atheist. I'm not an atheist. I, be- I believe in a higher being personally. I don't believe in yeah. the term God. If that makes sense, yeah. I, I know. I, I know it sounds confusing, but I don't know. That does that, that's the best way. That's the best way I can. No, that that's not confusing to me. Okay. That. To me, to me I, and I think we talked about this before, because remember, mm-hmm. we had a big group discussion, but mm-hmm. I feel like this. I would rather believe in something mm-hmm. and then get to the other side and find out it's not real than to not believe in something, to not not believe in it, and then mm-hmm. something happens on Earth, and then I later on find out, well, dang, it really was real, and then I have nothing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could be judged and stuff like that. I would mm-hmm. rather believe in something because I feel like it's stuff that has happened in my life where something or spirits or whatever it is a higher being has taken care of me has protected me mm-hmm. has covered me and it's nothing that man you know is beyond man so mm-hmm. I, I'm not offended when so if you say that you believe in a higher being because there's so many different religions religions mm-hmm. and practices and stuff like that where that you know the people do this 
outside of like Christianity and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If somebody was to ask me like what my religion is right now, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I'm not going to say that I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Muslim, but I feel <laughs> like, like me, I don't. You know, I didn't grow up going to church. That's not my thing. I decided as an adult that I wanted to go to church, that I wanted to join a church and stuff like that. And when I didn't want to do it no more, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I I've never stopped believing in God. I believe that we're all spiritual beings. I think that's um, a unified, you know, sentiment. You know, where no matter what your total belief system is, um, I think that as far as religions and uh, people having different religions intermingling into a relationship, I think there's something that has to be talked about, you know, before you get into it. And um, mm-hmm. I think you really have to study and be prepared. Um, about the other culture and you know, you know religion of the person that you're dealing with. Yeah, that's a difficult situation. Yeah, I think that that's just like somebody that's Christian, you know, and you marry somebody that's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Is it that? Is it your expectation that I'm going to convert to your religion, no. or or are we are are we going to be able to both maintain our religions? Um, separately and still have a you know a, a connection he still have a peaceful marriage or whatever but then I think throwing the other factor when you have kids what religion is your child supposed to practice mm. am I supposed to make them choose that's when things get complicated Cause... yeah so so that to me all of that plays a, a you know a big role I think about uh, the show Girlfriends mm-hmm. Um, when Tony and her husband um, were two different religions, her husband was Jewish and uh, she's Christian. That it, it had a, you know, it had, um, it took a toll on their marriage and stuff like that, besides some other factors. But yeah, like, how can you choose? And the same thing goes with, uh, can you date out of your race? Um, you say what? I, I, I was like, I said, I said, can you date out of your race? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you will not. <laughs> um, I love my black kings. <laughs> I mean, I love my black queens too. But you got um, the war. I, I think, I think it depends. Um, it, would I be in, like? Like right now, am I intentionally looking for somebody outside my race, or what? You know, would I be interested? Probably not. But am I saying that I, I wouldn't? If that is, if I met somebody and they wooed me and they was, uh, you know, Asian or <laughs> you know, Dominican or something like that, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't be open to that because I don't know. Mm. Have, you already, have you already experienced somebody from a different race? Not really. I never really dated somebody from another race. I think, um, I like when I was younger, very briefly, I talked to this uh, guy. He might have been Arabic, um, but it wasn't like a you know we went out on dates stuff. Like it was kind of like a you know when you're young, just texting and stuff like that, and it was cool. But no, <laughs> How about so no, you? not really. Uh, yeah, I messed with a couple white females. Uh, Arabic, uh, Indian, you know, 
you know, I test the waters a couple times. <laughs> the vibe I, is a little different, though. I, I don't, I don't know. It, I don't think I would like marry uh, another female from another race because I don't know. Like, fe- black females give me a different vibe. Like, I can relate to them in certain ways. Like, you know, a white female, I can't talk to her about certain things. You know, yeah. I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a simple. Yeah, thing. yeah. I don't want to get too in depth with it. But. I think it's uh, it's always hard talking to other people, uh, talking to other races mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like your plight within your own race. Right, uh, exactly. Especially like, what? what? What are you talking about? I don't know. What the Because yeah, I, I remember, you know, then uh, an African woman, mm-hmm. like they feel very different about Americans than we feel about them. And um, needless to say, I think that those confrontations, you know, hinder, um, you know, hinder the relationship. However, though, there's some interracial couples that really are thriving. You know, what I'm saying even, you know, Kanye oh, yeah. and Kim Kardashian, and and um, the, the, you know, amongst other people who really, you know, can make make things work. <laughs> so I guess you know, love has no bounds. However. You just be careful. Mm-hmm. You know what you signed up for at the end of the day. That's that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna take a step back mm-hmm. to uh, let's say um, your younger days. Let's say adolescence. Let's say. So growing up, how did you guys learn about sex? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm be honest, though. I mean, you know, your father or your parent or whatever tell you the birds and the bees or whatever, but, you know, you got to venture out. You can learn from your friends, watch porn or whatever, whatever you want to do. For real? Watch porn in a gathering? Yeah. No, not in a gathering. Porn watch? No, no, no. Oh, she said, yeah. You had a gathering? Oh, no. No, I wasn't saying yeah to that. I was not saying yeah to that. I was, I was, I feel like it was delayed or something because I was talking about when he was saying like, uh, um, you learn from your friends and stuff like that. I was saying yeah, and then he said the porn thing. And <laughs> <laughs> A gathering porn watch. That's nuts. But uh, continue. Um, how did I learn about it? Sure. My, so, so my mom was very open about um stuff like that. She was, she didn't cut like leave any cut cards with it so like she wasn't explicitly having like you know um conversations about it but at some point like she was telling you know I'm a I'm a female so you gotta learn about your period and stuff like that so she talked to you know me about that and then um we just had discussions about it like she was very open about it she said that when she was younger her mom really didn't discuss it with her so Mm. she wanted to be different with us so I already knew about it. Like, it, I knew about it when I was younger, probably even in elementary school, kind of. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, it's much different now than it was back then. Like, um, I don't know. Even my, like, I knew friends and stuff like that when I was in probably sixth grade that were, you know, having sex and stuff like that. But I just wasn't interested in it, per se, because I'm like, my mother already told me, like, what y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 
I don't know. That's how I kind of learned about it. And then school, of course, you know, they have the sex ed class and stuff like that. Okay, P. So what was your first-hand experience like, P? Oh, you getting real uh, <laughs> deep, sweetie. Hey, I'm just asking a question. You choose, choose not to answer or next question. You know how to be a professional. Ain't, ain't that right, P? Ain't that right? Can you hear me, Pete? I guess he must have uh, uh, declined that one, I guess. I think How his connection you, is gone. Oh, I'm not sharing my first-hand experience on here. <laughs> um, have, but you have experience, uh, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You might have. You might. You might be. You know, the last one. Last one standing. No, I'm not. I'm not a virgin. Uh, you. You were delivered, huh? Until it's a reality. You were delivered, sweetie. I was delivered. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown man. Oh, we have needs. Oh, please. Yeah, we have needs. Mm-hmm. But uh, how, and the experiences you had were they enjoyable, or some enjoyable, some not enjoyable? I would say most of mine. Yeah, I think I'm maybe only one was like mediocre. It wasn't like horrible like that. Like how some people be having horror stories, but it was. Yeah. Okay. So, so you were never disappointed. Um, your, uh, your fashionista, uh, what's it, fashionista? Uh, <laughs> um, your your cloud cloud just wouldn't allow it to happen. It might have been like one disappointment, but like, yeah, for the most part. Then I had I had great experiences, so well, that's good for you. High five. <laughs> How about you? Have you had bad experiences? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been more highs and lows, but the lows are very low. And that just comes comes through experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm saying too much. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, look, good timing, good timing before I was about to reveal all, all my little, you know, tricks of the trade. Oh, boy. <laughs> how, so how was your, so how was your uh, first-hand experience, uh, Pete? With what? <laughs> <laughs> With sex. Oh, man. Let's get, let's get to the shits. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my first time ever. Uh, your first time ever. Your your three seconds of fame. <laughs> three seconds. Of, uh, it wasn't three seconds. I give it a cool ten ten minutes. Cool ten minutes right there. You know, sounds like <laughs> sounds like. Hey, I got the job done. <laughs> I was happy. I, I was smiling from ear to ear. 
Ooh, I don't think she was smiling from ear to ear. I don't think she was smiling from ear to ear. Hey, ten minutes. Hey, <laughs> hey, we went back at it after that. You feel me? But you know, you go through the motions. You know, you watch porn, you practice what they doing, put on the condom mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I, I mean, sex, sex isn't that. It's just a fun experience between two people. That's how I look at it. People, you know, put a well, lot. That's of not porn. always fun. It's not always fun. <laughs> what, you, what you mean is always fun? What you, what you be getting whipped or something? No. Nigga, no. Well, they like, hey, you never know. You never know. Nah, it's it's more or less when one person is more experienced than the other. Mm-hmm. And one person has to control the whole situation. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, the man has to control the sex. Because the woman isn't... That's not always very up, up the par. You wait it's a minute. What? It's not. You said usually. the man has to control. Uh, has to control the situation. I say usually. That's not always the case though. Like I was always say usually. somebody that wasn't a virgin. I mean, she told me what to do, but what she liked. I mean, because you know those conversations, telling you do this, mm-hmm. do that. But yeah, it is what it is. Different situations, different strokes for different folks. Well, maybe it's a person like that. The women that I've dealt with. Okay. They're not, it's more or less I have to be in control. It's only been a few that I didn't really have to be in control. Mm-hmm. Those were kind of the top notch ones, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the top notch ones. Sick. Yeah. And they're all black, by the way. All black. <laughs> test, the, test the water, Blaine. Test uh, the water, Blaine. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know where I can go with white women yet. She don't got, she got to be white. That's true. She don't. You know, that was, you know some Arab women, <laughs> Jamaican women. Mm-hmm. So looking for the Cambodian woman. <laughs> Cambodian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got the best milk. Oh boy. <laughs> so, so the podcast knows about your milk addiction huh? well they do now oh boy <laughs> but uh, yeah and, and Morgan said said that she has not been disappointed so far in her sexual experiences isn't that right Morgan oh really congrats yeah <laughs> thank you oh, except for one time one time one, one time I, the guy gave her two, two only... seconds <laughs> Yeah, you was too excited. So, so like, oh, yeah, that could happen. You excited? He probably was. Who knows? We was young, so. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> A quick pumper. A quick pumper. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's when she was watching the porn. She's like, oh, okay. Wasn't in a group, but like, yeah. Boy, bye. <laughs> Question. Question. Mm. Do women still have sex parties? What? I would know. <laughs> oh. Like I the toy parties? No. Well, I, I thought those women are into. Was there, was, was there a time, time frame when, when, when you saw like a whole bunch of women on like Instagram stories having toy toy parties or whatever in lingerie? Yeah, and a toy like party, that? no. A toy party and a lingerie party are two different things. Mm. Unless they having them together. But like, <laughs> do people be having the, the toy parties where you, you know, somebody come, like I've uh, 
went to one where somebody like comes and they show you like all these different like sex toys and stuff like that and gadgets and stuff and you can buy it but it wasn't like we weren't in lingerie it was like they just came it was like more like a game night situation and then somebody came and then either you purchased something or you didn't and that was it um that was it what do women gain from that (laughs) i can't speak for all women (laughs) i don't know what's the general gist I mean, why why do you keep anybody like sex toys for pleasure? To add spice, to add fun. If you want to build up, you know, if you want to please yourself, that's you get, you know, get, you know, to get your rocks off. If you just don't want to, you know, use your hand. But the question is, why why did you need to have a party to to look for price points? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I didn't throw a party. <laughs> I would I, I wouldn't throw one. Um, when I could just go to the you know the adult store. But, I mean, if that's what people want to do, that's what they want to do. I don't know. That reminded me. A lot of, uh, not to catch you off, but a lot of two-on-two dates that I've done had, why do women always like to go to the sex store? (laughs) Sir, I don't know. Have you ever been to the sex (laughs) store? Yes. (laughs) I I, I felt uncomfortable. What are you talking about? Like expensive or something like that? Uh, No, like, well... It's uh places like what downtown like uh over like Johns Hopkins area the um want to say uh legit shit Baltimore Street <laughs> like where you can actually it's go like, and it's like a whole adult like sex store mm. yeah something like that yeah why would you feel uncomfortable I mean because it's like so, so much like dildos dildos yeah trap ones and and random, you know, dick shaped candy, like dick shaped. <laughs> but besides that, there's mm. other stuff. There, there's you know, um, restraints. There's you know, whips. There's blindfolds. There, uh, you know, the vibrating rings and stuff like that. And there's it's a lot of stuff in that's too empty. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not a frequent shopper. <laughs> I no. apologize. You can shop on Amazon if if you that if you don't want to go in the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, pe- people know about that. You know about that, people. I mean, I worked at Amazon for a couple of days. People buy those <laughs> left and right. I mean, you'd be surprised. It, like, it put, was the quarantine. Uh, true. <laughs> it was the quarantine. Mm-hmm. The quarantine spike. Plastic dick for quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Do you find yourself comparing yourself, people? Hell no. Can match. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of these people be ordering like fucking fifteen-inch dildos, King Kong dick-ass, freakish-ass dicks. I'm like, the fuck? I ain't. Oh, <laughs> he's trying to get, uh, he's trying to get messed up, man. Inside for some man, some females want that. It's, it's weird. Nasty. Like I said, different strokes for different folks. If you want your wall stretched out, hey, go to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, so Morgan, how do you feel out feel feel about getting flued out? Um, why not? Why not? Um, the guy that you just met. Oh, no. If I if I uh, just met a guy and he's talking about flying me out, it would have to be some stipulations first. Mm. One, I have to know. I have to. It has to always been already be in my mind. 
that I may, you know, may or may not be doing something with him, and I need to make, you know, we need to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel that comfortable, like let's say I met him last week and he's talking about flying me out, mm-hmm. I want my own room. Mm-hmm. I want I want my own I want to make it clear that I want my own hotel room I don't know you like that you know whatever but if it's somebody let's say we locked in we talked for a couple weeks maybe like a month and I'm ready to go you know I it's already in my mind that that might even happen mm-hmm. then okay yeah but one thing I would say is getting flued out you know the idea of it is cool and all that but you should always have a backup plan like I need to make sure I have money in case I need to get back. And one, also, if you if a, if a guy told me he's gonna fly me out somewhere, I need to make sure that my um, flight is booked round trip, not mm-hmm. just a one way. Right. Cause, mm-hmm. Cause you might hit me with the okie doke. Mm-hmm. I might get there. Right. You might we might not vibe or whatever, and you might be like, oh, you know, I ain't paying for you to get back. Oh no, yes you are. And then on <laughs> top of that, you want to fly me out. Um, Send me the money so I can book my flight myself. Exactly. Look it up for me. Because that way, you know, some people get petty and they'll cancel, you know, try to cancel it. So then you can't get back on a return flight. I just think it's about mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah. Why not? If a woman wanna fly you out, ain't you gonna get ain't you gonna get on the plane and mm-hmm. get flewed out? Oh, I'm definitely getting flewed out. I don't care whether it's a one way, <laughs> you know, she pay half shit. I come up with the rest. Like I once I'm no. there, I'm good. No, the thing is, you should always. That that, no, the thing you is, you should going. always make sure you have money to get back if anything happens. Mm. That's just how I it's think. Like, AP, if a woman pay, pay pay anything for you, she likes you. Uh, now you can never think that's necessarily true. Maybe she just wants you for the meat. Never know. I, I'm, how many, time, how many times has a woman bought something for you of, of, of significance? Mm, probably like twice in my lifetime. Okay. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> that is my point. <laughs> now, Morgan, how about you? Um, I mean, it, it depends. I don't have people. <laughs> I don't have somebody. I mean, <laughs> I don't have somebody sending me flowers to my house and somebody send them to my job. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. Like, if they buy, mm-hmm. you know. It depends yeah. on the category of stuff. Huh. Like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that, like, I'll just say for myself, I'm a, like, if I really like somebody, like, um, and they, they are really treating me correctly, then yes, I'm going to want to buy them something, but I feel like it has to be reciprocated to me first, like, you know, the small things, like, he, you know, if, if I'm dealing with a guy and he's, like, taking me out, he's buying me flowers, he's doing this, he's doing that, like, small stuff, then yes, that's going to make me want to just buy him a random gift, like, here, babe, I got you this, like, you know, because I want you to feel appreciated, too, but if you giving me bare minimum, I ain't buying you a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. So how often do you buy things for guys? Um, currently not at all. <laughs> What's in your lifetime? The last thing I brought for a guy was Christmas time. Mm. We we both mm. were like, mm. you know, we uh, was giving each other gifts and stuff like that, and I got him. Really good gift. 
and he he actually got me some really good stuff too so yeah so Christmas oh, the secret Santa but non-secret Santa gift of change uh, I mean we never, were dealing, we were never, dealing with each other it's never the so. random just it's never the random just buy me some J's just cause just cause I exist type of vibe you hit I, look I need the whining <laughs> and dining and then sure mm. Mm. that's that's five wine and dining before you re- receive a hug like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. hey not, not wrong with that you got boundaries yeah that's true that's true you gotta, you gotta respect that oh shit no respect it. I do okay, have boundaries okay. I think we also have boundaries I, I, think, I think so too I think the people you deal with should have you know their you know to be aware of your boundaries and stuff like that you know the funny thing about dating well thing about I hate about dating is uh getting to know somebody's tendencies and the dislikes and and likes and stuff like that even though that's probably like the purpose of getting to know somebody but like Mm -hmm. well I tell you when when there's a dislike and you you find so many things that you can and can't say it becomes a nuisance I can see why people go back to the exes Mm. (laughs) oh yeah when somebody got too many rules and regulations you don't like that yeah, because it kind of infringes on, on your own personality and the, and the way you like to speak freely. Yeah, I think um, everything is a compromise. So like, but that's what dating is. You supposed to see if it's a fit. Like if that's a if you guys would be a good match or whatever. Like, yeah, you supposed to see. Mm-hmm. You talk, you know, you go out or whatever. Like let's say you know this guy looks good, good on paper to me. Then we go out to eat and he's smacking, he acting crazy at the restaurant. <laughs> no, like, no, sweetie, I want to go. But um, that, you're supposed to date to find out, you know, if you guys are compatible and stuff like that and then get to know each other, like, actually communicate and find out their likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Look, they just need to get with the program and just, and just you know, be, be how, how I want them to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> sound, sound like you want to sleep. I mean, yeah. not sleep. Just somebody who, who, you know, flexible to, <laughs> to the things that I like and don't like. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. But no, if I, if I um, end up in a relationship, the woman I'm going to be with is going to be a strong-minded woman. And, um, of course, he's going to control the relationship because that's what women do. So. <laughs> oh, boy. But to an extent, though, I feel like, like me, I have a very strong personality. Mm-hmm. So I don't want somebody that I feel like I can run over. Like, I want, you know, I, of course, I am going to have, like, I agree, Elaine, a little, some control, <laughs> but I feel like I don't want somebody that I feel like I could push around, like, you know, I want you to still be a man. I still want you to, you know, lead and not follow even if I even if I you know put up a little fuss a little bit but <laughs> I still want you to lead like because if you can't show me your leadership skills then what is the point so you want to tell you shut up type thing like, no yeah, no I don't I don't want I don't want nobody to mm-hmm. disrespect me like how some people be like I want some put me in my place no that I'm not saying I need to be put in my place mm-hmm. I want somebody to respect me mm-hmm. respect my um you know my mind my heart and my spirit um, 
if we're going to have it, I, I feel like you should be able to have a healthy, you know, debates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody calling me out my name. I don't want nobody putting their hands on me. I don't need you to tell me to shut up because there's only so many times you want to tell me to shut up that I'm uh, to the point where I'm going to probably turn disrespectful now. But mm-hmm. yeah. So you don't want to be a sugar baby. Huh? So you don't want to be a sugar baby. <laughs> sugar baby. No, if I want to be a sugar baby, then I get me a sugar <laughs> daddy. True. Yeah, it's true. You. What about you, Pete? You trying to be a be a sugar baby? Oh, uh, I mean, it depends how much you trying to play. <laughs> I mean, I in certain circumstances, I don't know. Like, how old is the lady? Does she want me to have sex with her? I could I could talk to her and she can pay me for that. But I don't know about <laughs> sex. You know I mean, I know some older ladies get lonely and they won't want to pay for conversation. I've I've heard of research. That's a high five right there. See, he get it. I mean, I, I'm single. I can do whatever I want. So it is what it is. Uh, that's true, man. That's the benefits of being single. Mm-hmm. Till, till, till you, till, 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 till you lonely, lonely. I mean, if I was in a relationship, I would try to talk to my partner or whatever. I give a half of that bread. You feel me? Okay, it's a team thing. All right, give her half of the bread. So half of your paycheck go right to her. Sure, why not? Right, it's not like I'm having sex. Oh, he's saving face. He's saving face. If you hear that, lady? He's saving face. <laughs> he's <is> saving face. <laughs> I respect it, though. I respect it, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, have any one of you ever um had had a date on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Nope. You have that <laughs> How was your experiences, Morgan? Um, I had some fun, like some funny experiences, and some disappointing ones. But uh, <laughs> 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 oh, y'all want to hear my little yeah. funny disappointing yeah. ones? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Give us all the juice. And this mm-hmm. is something I was dealing with for years and I don't care. It was so funny. <laughs> we go out on Valentine's Day. We had went to dinner somewhere. Like, first of all, like, we couldn't, like, we waited too late to get reservations and stuff like that. So we had ended up going to, I, I feel like it was a Red Robin, because this was some years ago. Probably, like, probably a good nine, ten years ago, almost. Mm-hmm. So we go there. We had a good, um, we, you know, we had a good little dinner whatever but we had an exchange like not exchange gifts did y'all buy him something no he hadn't given me my gift yet <laughs> i don't remember if i i think he was just giving me something but like he came outside he didn't didn't i probably did and we look <laughs> so he came outside and he had like uh i could see the gift bag and stuff like that so i'm like i'm gonna just wait to the end to look at my gift or whatever mm-hmm. so um i waited until i got home to look at my gift Oh my God! <laughs> so it was some, it was some perfume, but it was like some grandmother perfume, like something that probably I don't even know if El mothers would wear, it. like. And Elaine, you know I'm talking about El mothers, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> not even, but even not even your mom. Nobody would wear this. It was like some grandmother perfume, like it stunk. <laughs> I, and so I was like, so. So this was you think of me. 
Yeah, so basically, then it looked like it was all dusty, like it had came off the back of the shelf, like it was. <laughs> that looks like you spread and and it actually oh. didn't spread. <laughs> so. Of course, like, I was I was laughing about it afterwards, but I had got smoked with him. I'm like, you know, I was like, of all things to get me, I said, why would you get me that? I said, um, one, I said, you didn't even get me something that was, like, something that you would like for me to wear. I could see if it was something he wanted me to wear. Like, if it was, like, a Prada perfume or something like that. Um, the per- You know, back then, the Paris Hilton perfume was in and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. you could have got mm-hmm. me that. The little you bundle packages. Yes. Can't even get me the Paris Hilton perfume. It was like <sighs> some trash. Like I was like, oh, this motherfucker got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. He he really had had me effed up. So I got smoke. He he tried to say I was ungrateful, and then he, I'm like, well, if that's what well, you feel ungrateful, then that's what he I'll, wants you to smell like. I'll be ungrateful then. <laughs> he gonna say, <laughs> I said, why would you get that for me? He said that he had um, asked his mom, um, like what he should get me and she told him like she hadn't celebrated Valentine's Day since the 1980s so she didn't know so he said he had went to this perfume stand and you know asked one of the people there like you know what kind of perfume he should get and that's what they suggested I'm like ain't no fucking way nobody suggested that shit but whatever um mm-hmm. yeah so that was that I'll say one one uh one thing that I will say is it was this guy that I was talking to and even when we was not talking like we cool and stuff now or whatever he was not my boyfriend or nothing he would randomly leave me gifts for on Valentine's Day every year every oh, year she loved him. almost you know like, she loved him I don't love him he's cool but no like he probably loved he probably loves me and still loves me now but um like we don't even have to be talking but like he will drop a gift off like a card one time he left flowers on my car um and let's just say when I wasn't dealing with nobody whatever like it'll just be randomly there like I went outside I had a card on um a card and flowers on my car Mm -hmm. even last year I would say last year um he brought like he gave me a gift Pussy had him in a trance. Nope. Mind your business. Mind your business now. That's the dedication to keep giving the woman flowers every year. And he ain't got nothing. I don't want it. It's my personality, sweetie. It it has nothing to do with that. Personality, I don't know. Uh, Every year? some personality I say every year it was like random years but like yeah he, he got every, every year every year same difference <laughs> yeah whatever but anyways yeah all the even numbers <laughs> that's dope well I mean I just stood up on uh, Valentine's Day and that was tragic <laughs> be it up King that I heard. Very depressed. So every time Valentine's Day comes around, I feel very sad. But mm-hmm. usually, I mean, we can try to get over that. But yeah, yeah. Been a a rough patch. But, you know, uh, there's another year coming soon. So who knows? It might it might be my year. That's what I say to myself every year. Speak it into existence. You won't get you a good woman. Yeah. That you won't. One, one will. So one how, will how did you? 
explain to me how you got set up. Like, you call her and she answer? Yes. Okay. Like, many of times called her. And I had reservations planned, the candy and roses and whole nine. That's back when I was wearing the best. Yeah, wasting my money. Wasting my time, wasting my effort. And my energy. his best mm-hmm. pressed out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> There's always, you know, a random excuse. Like she was doing something else. Or she probably was talking about another thing. You know, we were single or whatever. I guess maybe, maybe she felt that, you know, she, she just probably just didn't care. And I heard. Mm. So did you talk to her after she stood you up? Briefly. Not to me words. I blocked her. <laughs> oh. So did you, did you let her try to explain what happened? No, I waste the money, so no. We didn't have to work. What, no what if it was a family emergency? Oh, you you don't know. Not. How you that know? Because you didn't let her explain. Her, there was a green dot in 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 the uh, in all of her chat <laughs> messages. She was active. Women are very vindictive. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Oh. Uh, let's see. I got a few more questions before I get you guys out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Where are you? Where are you? Well, this kind of person. But um, what are you guys current relationship situation looking like? I know that you're single, but. Are you guys dating? Are you talking to somebody intently? Where, where are your uh, prospects looking like? Uh, well, right now I'm I'm talking to two different females. Both of them got two very different vibes, I guess. Uh, one of them works at Amazon, so I talk to her during like the nighttime when she gets off. The other one, she she doesn't work right now because of the you know the Corona or whatever. But yeah, they both cool. I, I don't know which one I'm leaning towards yet. So don't, 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 you know, criminate yourself. You don't have to go that detail, but we appreciate that. But go ahead, Morgan. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> See, yeah, I love sing- young people. <laughs> I I am single, and I am ready to mingle. <laughs> oh gosh. Like I'm a. Uh... I do talk. I talk to one person right now. It's just like you know, we cool. We talked before, so we're just you know linking back up right now. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Wink, so you don't wink. Have to worry about. Oh, wink, wink. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> oh, he already done. He already, he already done. <laughs> did the do. That was a sound mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. She wants that away. She went back. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. See, you know how you know how <laughs> women do. You know they always always got their reserve, nigga. When, when times get hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't see, see yeah, the selection that, no, that they like. He has not no reserves. He, <laughs> he, has, not he no had that thing in the truck for two years. <laughs> he had that thing in the truck for two years. He probably done messaged her like five different, five different occasions throughout the years. And he finally <laughs> responded and said, what's up? Nope, that's not what happened. But, Thank you. See, this is why I tell you, P. You always got to stay persistent because you never know what year she might be ready and willing to respond to, <laughs> respond to your DM, DMs. Uh, that's how a lot of relationships boy. can form, man. 
So just because she's in a relationship or married at the time, just be persistent, say all the good things, and then finally she'd be single, and she'd be ready to mingle, and you'd be right there to snatch it off the feet. Tell you. That's how it works. I ain't trying to be a homewrecker, though. No, I ain't trying it's to do It's entanglement. That. It's not homewrecking. It's entanglement. <laughs> oh, you know my God. You're, you're helping her get through her whole situation, wherever she wants to continue her relationship or wherever she wants to continue a relationship with you. So you put, put her in a good cross world. So she can't lose in either, either scenario. So you're in prime position. Think of it that way. <laughs> I agree. I approve that message. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you guys a few questions for yourselves. Um, so what do you guys see as far as like your career aspirations and things that you guys are looking for uh, to in the future? I know that currently we're dealing with the whole COVID-19 situation, you know, uh, police brutality and a whole bunch of uh, tumultuous things that's going uh, throughout um, you know, society right now. But um, aside from that, um, how do you feel, feel like uh, at this time? is going to help you and uh, what do you uh, plan on uh, gaining from a situation you can go first morning um well right now like um my employment and stuff hasn't been affected but i do have like other goals and stuff that i want to reach like i want to get to a higher level in my position um and i'm going after that whether that means me staying at the company that i'm with or you know looking outside of there um i'm not opposed to moving on um, am I really pursuing it right now? Mm. Not per se, because of everything that's going on, but um, maybe in a few months I will, depending on how things go. Um, what else did you ask me? Um, how do I, like, what am I gaining from this right now? Um, yeah. I enjoy working from home. Like, right now I'm working from home, so this is gay know giving me time to like reevaluate um my life and the things that I want um kind of focusing on um my goals um even though like I feel like you know sometimes being home being lazy but like why not like maybe I needed this rest a lot of times like since I've been home now because of you know the weight of the world I don't sleep like my sleep pattern has been horrible um Mm -hmm. the last few months like some months I'll sleep you know some weeks I'll sleep fine and then the next week I can't sleep at all like I'll sleep maybe three hours a night until the weekend and then I'll crash and then you know do it all over again but um I don't know I mean I've gained a lot I think it's given me a lot of uh perspective I think that um despite like how bad corona and stuff is um I think that um this was a perfect time for the world to stop and stand still and actually look see black people for the first time in a long time because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people uh, especially white people were not seeing us they don't understand what their plight is their stripes are and stuff like that and some of them still don't but I feel like now you have no choice but to stop and stare and look and either pick a side you have no choice at this point you either with us or against us so yeah that's where I'm at with everything um, just trying to remain focused and you know keep my head above water and I'm I, thank God I'm gainfully employed I'm gainfully employed 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 mm-hmm. employed <laughs> gainfully employed um yeah so my uh my bag didn't stop from the corona praise God um but you that know it did stop 
yeah, you know, to the people that it did. I hope y'all got your employment and, you know, unemployment, sorry, unemployment mm-hmm. and, you know, cash Or out. employment. <laughs> yeah, or get employment because some people are still hiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think there's definitely a time where um, uh, entrepreneurship is going to um, be extremely important. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really going to make people learn that to, to bet on yourself versus um, betting on these corporations and different, you know, uh, places of employment to um, to uh, excel, sell your own livelihood because you're putting your, your livelihood in the balance of somebody else uh, creating your own um, uh, sense of, uh, you know, earnings and, and uh, employment, you know, for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you can have your own job security because you actually own, own what you do and, and you're not... Uh, you know, I have to capitulate your rights and and your time and effort uh, for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But but I think um, and not, not the not uh, for people employed working at these places by all means. You know, get get some money. But I think that we also need to learn the value of uh, ownership and um, you know being being your own boss in a sense. Um, that way, like in times like this, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? You're not depending on anybody else. And uh, do you have any uh, aspirations as far as um, being a business owner? Yeah, I actually do. I um, I just haven't like honed in on what exactly I want my business to be. So that's something I've been thinking about. I think it's good to have that as like a second um, source of income. And if it becomes my you know first and sole source of income, that would be great too. But yeah, but I feel like, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Like, some people mm-hmm. start businesses and they realize it doesn't work. So, I don't knock anybody for wanting to have their 9 to 5 because guess what? Their 9 to 5 might be, paying, you know, paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's a lot of work um, that goes into being an entrepreneur. So, yeah, um, I think that, like, we stand both sides of it right now, though, too, because you have the entrepreneurs, like, the people that have their clothing brands that are prospering through this whole thing that been selling out every week since we've been home but then you have the other businesses like the you know the restaurants the small businesses like that that are failing because of this they're not thriving so it's like you know uh, double-sided to the whole thing you never know yeah you never know and you know life you know is always nuanced and yeah um which you don't know today you might find out tomorrow yeah, because uh, even even the even the big businesses, some people you know, furloughed and let go and stuff like that too. So you just don't know. That's true. Well, I want to uh, thank you for uh, coming into the podcast today. Um, apparently, uh, P just you know had to leave uh, abruptly, but um, it's all love. Uh, thank you, P, for uh, joining the uh, podcast today. Uh, enjoy your time, and uh, again, thank you, Morgan, for. Know, attending and having your voice you know be heard on a platform and uh, continue to stay blessed you know um you know keep your keep your mental health up keep your shreds up um stay you know aware of what's happening in society and uh do as much as you can to um bring positive positivity to the world and uh, uh yeah just be a uh, great great for the community and you know do do your part okay thank you for having me Oh, no problem. This is the Simply Awesome uh, a podcast, and uh, let's get it.
All right. Bye.